Hello and welcome to my podcast. I'm Brian, the UK Bitcoin Master. It's really great to have you here. Uh, Just a brief explanation before we get into the podcast in earnest. Uh, I've taken the MP3 from my YouTube uh, videos that I've done over the last few years and created them into podcast form. Now, what you'll notice through the podcast is that uh, on my YouTube channel, I clearly refer to articles that I'm showing on the live stream, which of course you're not going to be able to see on this podcast. So do take that as is, but enjoy the podcast nevertheless. Do check out my YouTube channel, ukbitcoinmaster.com. You'll find all the Bitcoin videos I've done to date. And also bitcoininterviews.com is where you'll find all the interviews that I've done with some of the greatest thought leaders in the Bitcoin space since I've been uh, live streaming. Uh, You can also check me out on Twitter, library.tv, BitChute, DTube, Facebook and Instagram, all at UK Bitcoin Master or forward slash UK Bitcoin Master. Finally, if you enjoy the content, please tweet it out on your Twitter uh, channel so that we can get ears on these podcasts. So thanks for being here. Enjoy the podcast. And we're live. I had a bit of a hiccup there, people. Very sorry about that. Good evening, Bitcoiners from around the world. Uh, it is 6 p.m. on the 7th of September uh, 2020 um, here in the UK. As always, Strong Bitcoin Hand, that is the name of the game on this channel. Uh, people are joining us. Welcome, everyone. Um, the disclaimer's there, so read it. I'm not going to mention it again. Quick shout out to those in the chat. It is great to have Wilco Delamar with us, Yorkshire Bitcoiners in, Satoshi, welcome to you, Elaine, Mrs. UK Bitcoin Master, always great to have my lovely wife here, always great to have my lovely daughter, Buffy W, in the house as well, and particularly nice to have Pastor Phil Volman with us live, and hopefully with sound, because I believe that out in the US, it's your holiday, Labor Day. So happy Labor Day, whatever you guys are doing out there. Um, Thank you for tuning in when you guys are on uh, a holiday. I've seen uh, John Stramitis, Stramitis, John, sorry, um, in the house. So welcome to you, John. Great to have you with us. As you join us, people, please pound the like button. Please share this out on Twitter now and let people know that I've just gone live. That will help the show. It will help with the overall adoption of Bitcoin. So do that right now. I'd appreciate it. Um, Very quickly, if I can just get my technology to work, I want to pop up my websites for those new or watching this in the future. If you want to check out all my videos, you can see them at ukbitcoinmaster.com. And if you want to watch the live interviews I've done, bitcoininterviews.com. And I did a live interview last Thursday, four days ago, with the great Brady from Swan Bitcoin. Um, So... In the chat um, near the top, you will find that link for anybody that wants to go and watch that live interview. It was particularly good. I thoroughly enjoyed interviewing uh, Brady. And finally, if there's anybody out there wants to drop a lightning tip, and of course, you don't have to, and I don't expect it, I'd prefer you to tweet this out. Uh, there is a tipping.me address, <coughs> excuse me, at UK Bitcoin Master if you feel the need. Now, Uh, Before I head over to the desktop, 
Let's analyze why we are all in Bitcoin. How can I help you to analyze that without me saying anything? Here's what I want you all to do, people. I want you to pay attention to the video that's coming up that's just two minutes long and listen to what this Brit has got to say and then you will know why you are in Bitcoin. Here's the video. Uh, well, um, I'm a baby boomer. I was born just after the war. Uh, we've had probably, we've probably uh, had the longest period of peace and prosperity uh, globally, uh, I would say, uh, from that time. I've put a little bit of modest money away so I can hand something down to my family when I pass on, largely because I've never spent more money than I've earned, and I've been prudent and I've worked moderately hard. Now, it always seems as to me as a complete surprise to politicians how countries get in debt. Let me explain, because I don't think you really understand it. It's because politicians consistently spend more money than they raise in taxation, more money than they can possibly raise in taxation, most of which, in point of fact, they actually waste. The reason we're talking about countries which are broke, and they are broke, is because they're ridiculous, ineffective, ignorant politicians consistently spend more money than they can raise. And then they borrow, and they borrow, and worse, they then print money because politicians and their central banks have a machine which prints money. You do that as a private citizen, and it's a criminal offence. You would go to prison for doing that, and politicians and their central banks do it all the time. Let me explain to you that these countries are broke, and they're broke because of their own stupid leadership and politicians, and it's immoral, immoral, to ask ordinary taxpayers of any country to pick up the tab for failed politicians and failed banks. They are defaulted, they're broke, for God's sake, let's all of us admit it. <laughs> Well, there's somebody telling the truth for a change. And that is why I'm in Bitcoin, people. Because on a personal level, I'm sick and tired of being ripped off by banks and financial institutions so that the big bankers get ahead. And it's about time we got ahead. And by being in Bitcoin, by having a position in Bitcoin, you are giving yourself the best possible chance to get ahead. If you were in before the, the I started, did you not read those bullet points about all the opportunities that people have missed? And the 2020s are our opportunity to redress that balance and put something in our favour. So people without any financial advice, Get into the Bitcoin overlay and start stacking sats and start doing it now. Because if I head over to the desktop, <clears throat> we can see that the price is down or there has been a retracement, whatever you want to call it. The price has pulled back. Now, if you are new to Bitcoin or you are watching the daily charts, this is going to freak people out. What I want to do over the next minute or two is just to help you if you're new or if you're watching this in the future. And that is why I'm wearing this T-shirt, people. Don't panic. 
Just hodl. There's no need to panic here. Let's have a look. Let's go back to the run-up to the 2017 20,000 all-time high. Okay, here's the chart. Now, what you'll notice is, <clears throat> excuse me, here's the high, just under 20K. I can't quite get it there. But look down here when Bitcoin price was, whoops, here we go, I don't know, about 8,000. Okay, and then all of a sudden it crashed down to, that's even lower than that, 5.8. Two and a half thousand down, or I don't know what that is, maybe 30% pullback. And yet it still ran up to 20K. Okay, so this is absolutely normal in a Bitcoin four year or 210,000 block cycle and absolutely nothing to be concerned about. Because if you zoom this chart out and look, look over to the far right, what we've got is a tiny blip down on our way past that 20k and towards that 100k that we keep hearing about. Am I predicting when it's going to happen? Absolutely not. Haven't got a clue, but I just know it's coming. Uh, what is Yorkshire Bitcoin is saying? Hi, Brian. Evening all. Hope we have all been stacked. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, Yorkshire Bitcoin and most definitely. Casso, welcome to the house, my good man. Um, for those of you that join and want to shout out and I don't catch you in the chat, type in UK Bitcoin Master. It'll light it up in bright orange and I'll happily uh, give you a shout out. So the point of the last couple of minutes is, yes, <clears throat> there's a pullback. But no, absolutely nothing to worry about. It is just Bitcoin being Bitcoin because it's only 10, 11 years old. It is brand new. It doesn't have the liquidity yet to be more stable. And when it is more stable, this this accumulation and this speculation um process, era, whatever you want to call it, will be done and over. So if you want to speculate and make money on Bitcoin, you're going to need to, that goes hand in hand with the volatility. But as you can see, absolutely nothing to worry about. It goes in this cycle. And as Bitcoin Meister always says, it is cyclical and it keeps coming round and it keeps coming round. So that said, let's have a look at some articles that I came across that I thought might be worth sharing with you all. <clears throat> now, Tour de Mister. Um, now, he divides opinion, but that's not the point. Uh, he says Bitcoin is like Amazon, Ethereum only like eBay. What does he mean by that? So let's have a look at something he wrote and maybe it'll make it a bit better to understand. Uh, Demeter argues that while Ethereum's approach allows for rapid early growth at first, Bitcoin will end up being the most valued platform by consumers. To justify this, he looks at the historical development of Amazon and eBay, and this is important, people, and draws parallels. Both companies were founded in 1995 and for a long time were in a neck and neck race. For example, the market cap of Amazon in 2003 was 20 billion US dollars, while eBay was clearly ahead with 35 billion USD. And yet today, 
17 years on, eBay's market cap is still 35 billion, whereas Amazon boasts 1.6 trillion. Now, you need to get this because with all this DeFi stuff that's going on, Ethereum's probably going to run up. It's probably going to pump like mad. And it may even look to you in the short term that, oh, my Lord, I should have had my value in Ether and not in Bitcoin. Let me tell you now, Ethereum is the racehorse and Bitcoin is the pack horse. The racehorse goes up, off like a train, like a juggernaut for a sprint, and then it loses all of its energy. And then the pack horse trundles on by. And I see Bitcoin as the pack horse in all of this. It isn't going to be rushed by anyone or anything. The tech is going to be developed correctly by the right people and it will grow over time and when all the DeFi stuff that I believe is very much like the ICO craze in late 2017 that I lived through and I saw all this stuff ICO this and ICO that you need to get into this ICO you need to get into that ICO where are they today Okay, and I feel that DeFi, yes, it's got some good things about it, but a lot of people are going to lose a lot of money and a lot of these things are going to go to the wall. I personally believe. Just an opinion. Uh, Chunkadunk, welcome uh, to the house. Zaza's in with us. Excuse me. Great to have you guys with us as well. So keep in mind, um, Ethereum to me is the racehorse and Bitcoin is the pack horse. Okay, here's an interesting one. Sorry, I got a tickle tonight. Bitcoin is now the sixth largest world currency. Can you believe that, people? The sixth largest. What did I pick up worth reading to you all? In brief only. You know, the idea is to go to the notes section afterwards and pick these articles up and read them properly yourself. Okay, but what I took from this is this. After more than a decade of growth, Bitcoin now ranks amongst the 10 largest world currencies. So does that tell you that Bitcoin's going to go away anytime soon? Not in a million. What film was that from? Okay, the US dollar, the euro, the um, I think it's the. Chinese yuan, the Japanese yen and the Indian rupee are the only world currencies with a larger money supply than Bitcoin. <clears throat> Bitcoin currently occupies the, occupies the position of sixth largest world currency, but reached as high as fifth place in 2017. This is the precursor of what's to come, people. But it's not coming on Tuesday when you need it to. It is coming over the next years, decades, even when I'm looking at the grass from the other side. Bitcoin will still be growing and evolving. And I would just love to be around in 50 years' time to see how the financial landscape uh, looks because of Bitcoin. Uh, Sorry, Phil, I can see you saying something, but if you don't put UK Bitcoin Master, I can't read it out because I ended up uh, halfway through people's conversations. Um, Warren Buffett, again, now we we know he called Bitcoin rat poison squared. 
He hates Bitcoin. Um, he's always been your traditional um, stock investor, etc., and buyer of companies with Berkshire Hathaway. He's been dumping his Wells Fargo stock, which is just amplifying the furore, the hype around the Bitcoin uh, and gold scenario. Did I um, highlight anything to read? Yeah, I did. <clears throat> right. So Warren Buffett and Berkshire Hathaway substantially cut their position on Wells Fargo, selling 100 million shares. He knows the writing's on the wall for the dollar, the economy, etc. He knows this. The same thing happened before 2008 when the price of the stock market pumped like mad so that the big bankers and the billionaires could actually get out and then the masses lost everything. And it's happening again. And this guy knows it, in my opinion, only. So the Oracle of Omaha is continuing to trim his position in bank stocks, uh, buoying the bull case for gold and Bitcoin. Berkshire reportedly held 32 billion in equity in Wells Fargo at one point, Fox Business reported. The investment conglomerate now owns 3.3% of the lender worth just 3.36 billion. So these people, they're not stupid. They know when to get out of a market and when to hedge. And, you know, for this guy to blatantly say he's starting to put money into gold, I just think, I don't know, I don't know whether there's something going on, his pride, you know, his reigning his tirade about Bitcoin, whether he, I don't know, you know, people like this just do things and they don't care what others feel. They do what they feel is right for their business. But I think he'd be absolutely barking mad if he wasn't accumulating Bitcoin as a hedge, but keeping it under his belt. I don't know. I don't know. I just wanted to point out to you guys and to the newbies finding this channel in the future, if people like Buffett are dumping stock like Wells Fargo Bank and they're actually mopping up gold with it, they are hedging and they know something is coming, is really why I was putting the article up. Dan from JustLearnBitcoin.com has joined us. Welcome to you, Dan, as always. <clears throat> now, a couple of FUD articles. I learned about FUD in uh, 2017 from the Bitcoin Meister, um, fear, uncertainty and doubt. And when there's price corrections, the MSM or mainstream media want to sell the FUD. They sell the FUD, the weak hands sell out. And then the whales and the strong hands mop Bitcoin up on sale. So you don't want to be taking notice of mainstream articles like this, because as I've already pointed out, it is simply a blip on the Bitcoin radar and no more. And I've said it before and I will say it again and nobody should take my advice. But as an individual, as a Bitcoin investor, I will either moon with the Bitcoin ship or I will go down with my ship. There is no middle ground. I just have this belief right here that I am in the right place at the right time to take advantage of this unique period in history for me, my family 
and our descendants and the world as a whole and feel it my duty to do these shows to try to educate people on both sides of the coin. Here's another one. Bitcoin dominance falls as Ethereum DeFi dominate the crypto market. That's going to happen. But like I've said, I don't think that's as sustainable as Bitcoin being that pack horse and just steadily going on about its business. So if you are building your strong Bitcoin hand, you've got to know this stuff. You've got to know that is this DeFi craze pumps up, there's a chance it might flip in Bitcoin. I don't know, you know, but hey, listen, anything's possible, isn't it? Nothing's impossible. But the point is, I believe that Bitcoin will ultimately be the winner in all of this. So again, it is the pack horse and not the race horse that runs out of steam. So just keep that in mind. Okay, a very quick interlude, if I can, for lovely Dan, who's in the chat with us. Um, check out JustLearnBitcoin.com. They've got all sorts of packages over there, consultations from, you know, wallet and set up and backup, long-term story solutions, end-of-life planning. Um, there is questions about mining that could be answered. There are vanity addresses. I mean, there's too much. If you're new... You need all this information, so do go and check them out. If you go to btcbracelets.com, you can get a corking bracelet like this with up to 25% discount. You can see it there. There's some corkers there. Some of these have got lovely crowns either side of the Bitcoin. You can see on the right there, and I think they're absolutely superb. And I wear mine out everywhere I go. And I wear it. I just want people to say, oh, what does the B stand for? Now, unfortunately, my name's Brian. So people might innately think, oh, where's Brian? But, you know, I want somebody to ask me about Bitcoin. So I might have a T-shirt on. Plus, I might have this on. If I do have to wear a mask, because if we go into shops here, we've got to or we could be fined money. Um, I've got my Bitcoin mask that I wear. And I want people to look at it and stop me and say, ah, Bitcoin. But you know what? We're so early in all of this. No one does. So get yourself one of these braces because they really are superb. You can get an adjustable one. I don't know whether you can see that, but it adjusts underneath. You can get an elasticated one and they really are superb. Of course, they've got the, the typical merchandise again to promote Bitcoin. So check that out. But what I want you to do, as always, twice a week, I want you to go back inside the JustLearnBitcoin.com homepage. I want you to scroll down. I want you to find this black box that says, please help return 14.2 Bitcoin to Pastor Phil. Well, it doesn't say Pastor Phil, but Phil and his family. If you click that link... This will take you to Phil's site. Now, Pastor Phil, Phil Volman, is in the chat with us today, being American Labor Day. He's on a day off. And Phil, you should be chilling and resting. You know, Elaine will give you grief if you don't. Only kidding. But seriously, I see people donating to unworthy causes like Peter Schiff's son and that dude that lost all that other Bitcoin doing something he shouldn't have been doing. And yet, People just walked past a gentleman that was 16 years of the cloth, worked. He was in the American military at the, at the time of the Vietnam War. His family have taken in disabled children and brought them up as their own. 
He's one of us. He believes what we've got here is our Bitcoin family. He was scammed out of 14.2 Bitcoin when doing a firmware update on his Trezor. And there's another update we should be mindful of. Go to BTC Sessions and watch his latest video about the um, issue on the Trezor and the Ledger. It is worth being aware of, people. Um, so... The last BTC Sessions video highlighted that. But we've done a couple of videos here with Rocky Palumbo, Phil and myself, and um, obviously Phil, Rocky, and um, Yes for Motivation from the UK, uh, explaining how Phil's Bitcoin was taken. So I haven't got time to go through all of that. But how would you feel if you had 14.2 Bitcoin today and tomorrow you looked at your hardware device, your Trezor, and it said zero? Now, I know because Phil has told us that for months and months and months and even a year, you feel he felt sick to the pit of his stomach, wanting to vomit. All of his, let's call it life savings, gone for his family's future on his demise, all gone. And all we're trying to do here is get a, a little bit of that Bitcoin back for a really lovely gentleman. If you click on the family tab there, you can read the family story. If you click on the wallet info, Rocky very kindly put up the transaction ID there, along with all the transactions Phil was making over years. And you'll see at the top of the narrower box there, the second last Entry is 14.2 and the very top one is in red and it says 14.2 gone and balance now zero. And I want you to take a moment and ask, how would I feel if that happened to me? Then click the link on any of the pages, go over to Tallycoin. And as you can see here, you can donate 50 cents if you want a dollar, two dollars, two hundred, a Bitcoin, whatever you want. And I know that Phil recently had a, a donation for under three dollars. And you know what? He was so appreciative, even of that three, two, two dollar seventy five or whatever it was donation. He was just so appreciative. You can now put a message with it so that Phil knows it's you that's donated. You can stay anonymous if you want. Please, people, make a tiny donation to Phil Volman's cause. OK, back to the show. I found a few tweets that I love sharing with you. Guys, you know, I hope you enjoy the content of the show. Um, I don't really want to mix it up. I like the way the show runs. But, you know, please, if any of you think oh, I'm sick and tired of the way he does this, you know, please put it in the comments. I'm open to, you know, anything negative as well as your positive comments. Um, obviously, you know, it's a it's a it's a big deal trying to research a show, put everything together, find finding articles and tweets that can bring value to the show. But I am very open that I want to um, I want my my viewers to enjoy the 30 or so minutes twice a week. They're on uh, with me. Phil Volman. And thank you, Brian, for your indefatigable. Oh, Phil. Indefatigable. It means I've got no fatigue. Got that. Efforts aimed at my recovery. You are a wonderful man and I will be indeed indebted to you forever. Phil, it goes without saying. I've told you before, I'm a Brit. And there is something like British bulldog mentality. And what I mean by that is if a British bulldog sinks his teeth into your butt, he will not let go. 
So I've got that bulldog mentality and I will make it my dying mission, if needs be, to help you get one sum or all of your Bitcoin back, no matter how long that takes. Okay, so uh, Price Smith, every Bitcoiner should be damn proud of themselves for choosing this path and for every single day they've stayed the course. That includes, of course, those massive pullbacks and you've stayed the course. Guy Bennett that comes on the show now and again, um, you know, bought the top at nearly 20K and rode it all the way down to three and then stayed with it, bought more and is now buying, bought at 3K and has now got himself in a great position. So when you buy the top and you sell at low, then you've lost money. If you buy the top, it goes down and you hold it. It will surpass its all-time highs again, and you have not lost anything. You've only lost it on paper, but you're still holding your coins. Chunkadunk, we do like we do like the format. M more interviews would be great too. Yeah, I I I get that, Chunkadunk. Um. Yeah. OK, I won't say it on here. I, I'm you, you. You might not believe it, but I'm really a nervous guy when I have to interview people and it stresses me out. And that's one of the key reasons. It might not look like it on this camera, but I'm a bag of nerves when I do all of that stuff. I'm a bag of nerves when I'm doing this show. But I just feel I have to push through that to deliver the content to help people coming into the space. But that's one of the main reasons why. Um, another tweet from Toby Cunningham. Now, Toby is the partner or husband, I can't remember, of Heidi Blockchain Chick. And I saw this and thought this was worth sharing. I remember when Bitcoin went from $70 to over 1K. I sold one of my favorite camera lenses um, back then to buy, to buy more at 1K. BTC proceeded to drop to under $200. I didn't sell. Why? Because I understood Bitcoin even when most were calling me an idiot for buying in the first place. Get it, Toby. Get it. Dan uh, Suffolk, Bitcoiner Newman, welcome to the channel. Welcome to the show. As always, great to have uh, you with us. I know you have a challenge uh, dealing with your children, etc., Dan, but it's always good when you can join us, my friend. Great to have you with us. Um, Alex Burke. <clears throat> OK, I started crypto in early 2017. I consider myself a veteran at this point. So I guess that makes me a veteran, but I don't see myself as a veteran. Maybe we are. I don't know. A veteran is 2013, 2014 to me. But hey ho, if any new people are looking at the charts, I don't, and wondering what the hell to do, it's simple. Something that took me two years to figure out. I love this. Buy Bitcoin. Don't sell. Buy more and forget the charts. Isn't that what I preach consistently? on this channel. Exactly that. Love it, Alex. Um, Klaus S. Hi from Vienna. Welcome to you tuning in from Vienna. I love Vienna. We've been to Vienna. Beautiful city. Uh, Klaus, welcome to the show. Pound the like button. Don't forget to do that one. Bitcoin Tina. Controversial character. Speaks his mind, but nevertheless, relax. You own Bitcoin. And if you're smart, you control your private keys. Remember, people, not your keys, not your coins. If you've got your Bitcoins on Binance or wherever, they own your coins, not you. 
Not your keys, not your coins. So if you're smart, you control your private keys. How about those dumb people who don't have any yet? Be smart, get some Bitcoin. Absolutely couldn't agree more there with Bitcoin Tina. And the final tweet from Maximilian Bitcoin. If you bought Bitcoin at 20K, 14K, 11K or whatever, buy more now at 10K. Big thumbs up for that one. The fundamentals have not changed. Did you think 12K was a good buy opportunity last week? It's even better now. Now, obviously, yeah, 12K last week. It's even better now by Bitcoin. Here's the point of this, people. I want you to just imagine with that vision that I keep talking about that Bitcoin's at $60,000. Okay. Whether you bought at 12K, 10K, 8K or 20K, was it a good buy if it's now worth 60? Absolutely. And that is where it's going to go. So don't keep waiting for the price to drop to buy. Set up your dollar cost averaging weekly, daily, monthly, whatever works for you. And just keep stacking. Don't look at the charts, as the last one said, and get on and enjoy your life. That is all you need to do, people. Seriously. And the hardest thing people find to do is the last one, do nothing. They feel they need to be doing something with their Bitcoin. Um, look, many years ago, I bought some gold and I forgot about it for years. Unfortunately, some circumstances around our life meant that I had to sell it. And I wish I didn't, uh, because today it would be worth way more than I bought it for. Um, but hey, gold is not Bitcoin. That's not the point. The point is you want to be buying your Bitcoin, getting it on your trezor, and then just get on with your life. Do what you do. Go to work. You know, watch your grandkids grow up. Go on holiday. Dig the gardens. Decorate your house. Do the thing that we were put on this earth to do, and that's live life. Don't spend all your life studying what's going on with those red and green candles. You'll go brain dead. Bitcoin is so volatile. I said to Elaine today, I believe it was, hey, honey, you seen the price went just under 10 grand. We went back to the four digit realm again for a few minutes. We did. 9984, I believe, or something. <clears throat> Guess what? She turned around and said, really? Oh, well. And we got on with life because we understand that four year. No, I won't dig the garden. <laughs> that four year cycle. And it's so important. And here's the thing. We were also chatting over our evening meal earlier. And when I got into Bitcoin in 2017 in the May, I didn't understand the four year cycle. So as the bull run came and all those green candles are going parabolic. I was telling everybody, buy, buy, buy my family, buy, get some Bitcoin, get some Bitcoin. You know, unbeknownst to me, a parabolic up can't continue. And ultimately, there's got to be a crash. You know, I didn't get that. Now I get it. Now I get where we are and what is potentially ahead of us over the next 12, 18, 24 months. We don't know when could be different every bull cycle. But, you know, something 
is going to happen. And it's going to happen when you least expect it. So if you're going to DCA and you're going to get some into the Bitcoin overlay, do it now is my loose advice. I'm not giving financial advice. I'm not a financial advisor. For those new to the channel, I don't understand technical analysis. I don't really understand the charts apart from it's going up and it's going down. It's just me wanting to sound off. So don't ever take any advice from me. Go and do your own research. Get in the rabbit hole. Follow the right people. Bitcoin Meister, most definitely. BTC Sessions is a good one uh, to follow. Simon Dixon from the UK is another one. I also follow uh, Bitcoin and Coffee from out in Florida. Eugene and Sammy, love watching you guys, but I'm always normally sleeping when you run your show, but I do tune in when I can. Phil Volman. Um, Brian, the format of your show is perfect. It fits you perfectly. And it has fed your audience for some time now. You come across as confident, not anxious. <laughs> hey, Phil, thank you. Um, let me tell you something now. Have you ever heard the story of the swan on the lake? On the surface, it is very graceful. But underneath, it is pedaling like the clappers. That is me when I do these shows, people, I promise you. Okay, you know me and quotes. Let's just pull the show uh, together with this quote. And I love this one. Success is 99% attitude and 1% aptitude. What do I mean by that? You get your attitude right. You learn and understand about the halvings, the four-year, the 210-block cycle, and learn how that works. Have a great attitude generally in life. Be a glass-half-full person and not a glass-half-empty person. And I'll tell you what, stack your Bitcoin. Let time pass. Don't wish it away. And I'm telling you now, you will be wildly successful if Bitcoin accumulation, speculation and improving your family's financial future for generations to come is what you are in this for. I am. I'm also in it to help change the world and make it a better and fairer place financially and government wise, etc. But of course, I'd be lying. If I said to you, I'm not in this also for some financial gain to improve our lives, to leave an incredible legacy uh, for our descendants for generations to come. I'd be lying if I said I wasn't in it for that um, as well. So, uh, people, let me just bring me back up. Thank you, as always, for being on the show. <clears throat> I hope it added some value um, for you all. Um, as always, you'll find me every Monday and every Thursday at 6 p.m. London time for 30 minutes or so doing a live show, uh, talking about some articles that I thought you might find um, of use. So please retweet the show link. I would appreciate it. Bash that bell notification if you haven't done so already. Follow me on at least one other social media platform. I spend the next few hours after the show uploading the video to um, DTube, to BitChute. It goes up on library.tv. It becomes a podcast version that goes out on anchor.fm and Apple podcast and Google podcast and everything in between. So at least follow me on one other platform. But until Thursday, 
strong Bitcoin hand. That one too. Have a great week. Enjoy the rest of your Labor Day out in the States. Thank you for tuning in, people. I appreciate you as much as you appreciate what I do. So there's a great formula. I'll catch you all on Thursday. Until then, as always, I am Brian, the UK Bitcoin master, signing off for now. I'll catch you all on Thursday. Cheerio from the UK.